You're listening to the Sportsman's Nation Podcast Network, powered by Interstate Batteries. From your truck to your trail camera, Interstate Batteries has you covered. Visit your local Interstate Battery store today or online at interstatebatteries.com. Interstate Batteries, outrageously dependable. Welcome, folks, to the Freshwater Bite Podcast, your source for everything freshwater fishing. I'm your host, Lee Kleino, and on this podcast, you will hear from diehard anglers like yourself, the backstories of those anglers, techniques they use, gear reviews, and everything in between. So if you like fishing, turn it up, because this episode's about to kick off right now. Hey, everybody. Happy March. Welcome back to another episode, number 18 of the Freshwater Bite Podcast, and winter's not really letting go up here in northern Michigan and throughout other parts of the Midwest as current temperatures still remain in the single digits. So today's episode, we talk a little bit about open water stuff because it might help get you through the next few days or week until the temperatures start to warm up. So today's episode, I am joined by Travis White and Alex Sherbinell from ProNav Marine, and ProNav is a unique product because it's the world's first wireless Bluetooth GPS autopilot for fishing boats to be driven specifically by an app on your smartphone and or your tablet. Now, I could start to go over exactly what ProNav is, but I want to get into the podcast because I ask a lot of questions from someone, uh, a listener like you guys who doesn't know a lot about the product, but at the end of the interview, you better believe that I'm going to give this product a hard look because it's going to save me hundreds of dollars and it gives me a whole new perspective of how I can look at my current setup on my boat and how I want to upgrade my boat or if I decided to upgrade my boat here in the future with electronics and trolling motors because ProNav gives me a lot more freedom now to customize my setup the way that I want to while still having those features of superior uh, GPS technology and boat control, which is huge on the water. And we ask a lot of, or I ask a lot of specific questions about boat control and what this thing can do. But I am by no means affiliated with this company. Uh, I am not given anything to talk about it, but I am just a genuine, curious angler who's looking for the best technology on the market. So please welcome Travis and Alex from ProNav. Here we go. All right, I'm going to get live here on the podcast, Travis and Alex from ProNav Marine. What's up, what's up guys? Hey, how's, hey, how's it going? It going? going Thank well. you for having us on. Yeah, hey, thanks for agreeing to do this. I'm glad we were able to do this because this is the first time I'm recording three different people in three different locations. So it's myself, Alex, and Travis, and I'm glad the audio came together and we're all able to jump on this call. So we're going to... We're going to get into it here, and I, I want, first off, I want um, folks just to know a little bit more about you personally, and uh, kind of like where you're from, and uh, and then we'll get into the nitty-gritty details about uh, ProNav. So let's start with Travis. Sure. Well, thank you. So um, Travis White, I'm from the Upper Peninsula of Michigan, uh, grew up on the East End over in Sault Ste. Marie, and fortunately there, we're surrounded by water. So growing up, um, literally grew up on St. Mary's river, always had a boat in the front yard, um, watched the freighters go by from Lake Superior down to Lake Huron, Lake Michigan. And, um, you know, being on the water and being out there fishing was just basically part of, part of my upbringing, uh, right from day one. So, um, from there, I uh, went to school up in Houghton, Michigan at Michigan Tech University and uh, pursued a mechanical engineering degree. Um, and since then, I've been working in the engineering field um, and continuing to fish. I, I started guiding when I was in college, um, taking advantage of summers off of school and the opportunity to uh, get my feet wet starting a, a, a small business. And uh, you know, I really fell in love with taking people out um, having those client interactions, bringing people out to fish and sharing my kind of my passion and my local knowledge with them. And, um, after graduating from school and working uh, a couple different jobs, I think it was pretty clear to me at that point that I really had a desire to, uh, kind of branch out and find a way to do my own thing, um, in some, some form or another, um, 
combining my, my love for fishing, my passion for, you know, for people and the outdoors. And, uh, of course my, my professional background of engineering. And that's kind of, uh, the, the very basic concept of how Pronav got, uh, started. Okay. And then what did you grow up fishing for real quick? Just so folks get kind of a background of the, the type of fish you were chasing up there. Yeah, so the St. Mary's River is really unique because being located between uh, several Great Lakes, we have basically every type of freshwater fish that swims between Lake Superior and the lower Great Lakes. So um, throughout the summer months, we would get these phenomenal runs of Atlantic salmon and steelhead. Um, we get the big Chinook salmon in the fall. So we got all the big trout and salmon, but we also had some of the best uh, walleye fishing, smallmouth bass fishing, uh, panfish. So, you know, one of my favorite, uh, you know, favorite things to do is chase a big northern pike on a fly rod. And we had some, some incredible pike fishing, uh, especially in the spring of the year. Um, and, and throughout the season, you know, I would just... Uh, growing up, I was always out taking advantage of the best of whatever fishing was available, um, you know, and literally ranging from perch to muskie to, to the trout and salmon. Yeah, that, I feel like that's an untapped area up there. Not too many folks know about when they come to Michigan. Although the National Walleye Tour, that's one of the stops this year is up there in uh, Sault Ste. Marie. Right. Yeah. And growing up, I remember as a kid, you know, the, the walleye tours, the various ones, uh, back then it was the PWT. Um, they, they stopped up there on a regular basis. And a couple of my, uh, you know, as a young guy, a couple of my experiences, uh, of getting out with some of these pro anglers as sort of a, a pre-fishing angler, um, really kind of solidified my, my passion for, you know, for the water, for boats, for fishing, um, kind of got hooked to the need for speed with some of these, uh, you know, these fancy <laughs> walleye boats. <laughs> so it was just really neat, uh, being exposed to all that. Yeah. And then did you ever fish any of the tournaments like, uh, on a, on a pro level or did you just stick to the guiding side? I just stick to the guiding side. Um, you know, as much as I love, uh, going out and fishing for walleye, it was never, you know, it was never really my top passion. I would say, I would say I kind of stuck more to the, the trout and salmon angling on the St. Mary's, especially with my guiding. Okay. All right, Alex, let's get into, to your, to your upbringings a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. So I, very similar to Travis, uh, born and raised in the Upper Peninsula. Um, I was from Marquette, so kind of in the middle, uh, probably the town that most people would recognize out of the UP, uh, largest city in the UP. Um, and actually, growing up, I wasn't really a very like active fisherman. I would fish from time to time. Um, my grandpa was always out on Lake Superior going for lake trout, steelhead, that stuff. Uh, but I usually stuck to the woods. And with that, it's kind of where I developed my passion for fishing because I'd be walking around scouting for deer, doing that stuff. And I'd always be crossing these little streams and rivers uh, that always had fish in them. So I'd start to bring a fishing pole along, uh, started fishing for brook trout, um, rainbows, that kind of stuff with some friends. Um, and really that developed as I went through high school and into college, I very similar to Travis went to Michigan tech university, uh, up in Houghton. And I, I originally went there for athletics and really fell in love with fishing. Once I got there, uh, Michigan tech is right on the portage canal, which is just stocked with beautiful walleye, smallmouth, uh, just great fisheries all around it. So uh, invested in a boat with some friends and, uh, really just started to hit the water hard. Um, eventually got involved with Pronav where luckily enough, I was able to connect with Travis and he's been giving me tips and tricks along the way about attacking the big lake a little more. <laughs> um, but most recently I have taken on the adventure of kayak fishing. Oh yeah. Um, and, and that's really my focus for this upcoming year. Uh, I'm down in the Detroit area now, uh, about 15 minutes north of downtown Detroit. So I'll be fishing a couple KBF events, um, doing a little bit of the tournament stuff, uh, but really just looking to get on the water as much as I can, targeting bass more, more so now than I ever have, but uh, just on to the next adventure. Yeah, the kayak thing is uh is interesting. I, I hope to do a few more podcasts in the future with that, but that's something that's almost like um a little niche bug that a lot of people catch 
to access areas of, uh, you know, backwater, uh, small lakes and ponds and things like that. It opens a lot of doors and gets into spots where some big boats can't get into for like bass and stuff like that. So yeah, that's really interesting. And that's, I mean, that whole, that whole area of, of fishing is really blowing up with tournaments, creating different tournaments on, I mean, on the ocean, there's, there's, there's tournaments for saltwater fishing and and even on, uh, the great lakes and, and, bigger inland lakes i mean it's just it's just really taken off in the last six seven years so that's pretty cool and did you did you take up the kayak just because you moved down to like the detroit area and you just didn't have much you know room for a boat or is that just something that uh you, you hooked on to yeah a little of both uh i had a little 16 and a half foot boat when i lived up in houghton uh that i would just take out uh cruising the bays around there and uh once I moved, I kind of had to downsize a little bit. Yeah. Uh, but really, the other reason that I made the switch is because with Pronav, one of our largest customer bases are kayak fishermen. Uh-huh. Uh, a lot of people are using uh, new canoe kayaks, putting a trolling motor on the front of them, and using Pronav to kind of navigate um, and really use like anchoring with Pronav. So that's kind of why I transitioned to it is because I can use a product that I love that I'm passionate about and kind of get that like big boat feel on a kayak that I can get in and out of, like you said, tight waters that I might not be able to access otherwise. Awesome. All right. Well, that's a good segue then. So, um, Travis, if you want to, if you want to kind of give the backstory of, of what ProNav is and, and kind of talk about, you know, the beginnings of, of where this idea came from. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. So once I graduated uh, from Michigan tech up here and I, I realized I wanted to stay in this area in the Keweenaw Peninsula. Um, you know, I started working as an engineer here locally and, uh, you know, of course, uh, uh, living in this area where you can live and then you get out of work and you're 20 minutes away from Lake Superior, um, you know, it gives you a lot of opportunities to get out and fish, you know, on a, even on the weeknights, not just the weekends. Um, so, you know, quickly, you know, quickly, I kind of developed a group of fishing buddies, you know, sort of a small network of, of guys that wanted to go out and fish in Lake Superior, um, you know, coworkers and, and friends. So we, you know, we would plan out these sort of spur of the moment fishing trips and we, you know, gather up our gear after work, go out and, uh, you know, hit the lake for some trout or salmon. And um, really it was sort of in the process of, you know, many of these fishing trips, um, you know, generally speaking, I'm out there with a boat full of engineers and, uh, you know, we all love to fish. And of course, uh, you know, engineers are, are tinkers and ideas uh, folks. So, you know, as we're trolling along and we're, you know, some days we're fighting with big waves. Other days we're fighting with, you know, wind and trying to keep, uh, keep the boat on track. You know, a lot of the fishing we're doing is either trying to be stationary and jigging, vertical jigging for lake trout, um, sometimes in two or 300 feet of water, even, um, to, you know, other days we're, we're trolling and trying to work, uh, you know, these structures and contours for, uh, for salmon and, uh, you know, so boat control is really a full-time job out there. So generally speaking, you're not just going to go out on the big lake on your own um, and expect to, to be able to fish. And similarly with a small group of guys, um, you know, a lot of times there's that challenge. You get two or three guys in the boat and you, you set a bunch of lines out and you're trolling along. And when you hook a fish, you know, somebody has to fight the fish. Somebody has to net the fish and you know that that third guy is really critical for keeping the boat going straight and you know sort of in the process of you know all these little fishing trips and fighting the elements that you know we kind of got onto this topic of boat control and um as it was we had already been using you know electric trolling motors um quite a bit for for positioning the boat and kind of helping with steering and such as we're fishing out there um and at that time, you know, Makota had just came out with the iPilot system, which, you know, allows you to anchor in a spot. It allows you to keep a straight heading and, um, you know, it allows you to kind of record a, a short track and repeat it. Um, but for a lot of the types of fishing we did, you know, we, we might use that anchor sometimes. But really what, you know, what we thought would be really nice is to be able to take your lake map and to come up with waypoints and say, I want to go, you know, for a mile straight along this contour and create a a course that you could follow. Um, And 
eventually Makota came out with what's called the iPile link system, where you can essentially take your uh, your fish finder and a lake map and network that to your trolling motor to accomplish what you know exactly what I just described of going point by point. Right. Uh, but you know, the, our big frustration with this really cool technology is that it was coming out at a price point that you know ninety some percent of people just can't you know can't justify, you know, especially a, a recent college graduate, you know, who's uh, starting out with student loans and everything else and uh, trying to keep the boat afloat. Uh, putting extra electronics on it was sort of a, a challenge at that time. Um, and, you know, we really, being engineers, we were looking at, you know, this great technology out there that does all the things we want to do and thinking, well, geez, there's got to be a way to make this, you know, a little more, uh, affordable, a little more accessible for, you know, for the average guy who maybe doesn't, uh, you know, isn't ready to go to that next step and network everything. Um, and, and at the time, our idea was, well, you know, why couldn't you just take a phone or a tablet, which, just about everybody had at that point, you know, or more and more people are starting to get into, uh, why couldn't you just use your phone or your tablet and use that to do all the mapping without having to, to go to the extra steps of creating this uh, network system, you know, with an expensive chart plotter and this link and so forth. Um, and just, you know, using Bluetooth, use your tablet, talk to the motor and tell it where you want to go. And that was kind of the, the beginning of the whole idea of, of ProNav. Um, and at the time, I don't think we knew exactly what it was going to look like as far as the, the actual product and the form factor, but we knew there had to be some way to kind of create a smart boat uh, of sorts. And that was the, the very high-level concept uh, sort of born while we were out there fishing uh, after work. Okay. So uh, just to back up a little bit, when you say it links up with your Bluetooth on your phone or your tablet, now that's got to go off of some type of map. Is that going off of like your location on like a Navionics application that's on your phone or or lake master chip or anything like that or because I'm, I'm i'm curious how yeah. you how, how it knows you know wh- right to, to stay on what contour and all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. no that's, that's a great question so you know that was when we kind of had the idea that was what we had to figure out is okay how how do we go about taking you know taking that phone in your pocket and using it to to drive your boat essentially and you know, we, we went down every path as we were kind of exploring this idea, you know, okay, well, your phone has a GPS in it. So having your phone in your pocket with a GPS, is there some way to just tell the motor where it's at and turn left and turn right? Um, and what we kind of, kind of quickly realized is that, you know, in order to make the system really work and to get very fine motor control, um, essentially you, you have to have a GPS and a compass that's on that motor, you know, physically on the motor itself um, in order to know which way it's pointing and to know exactly where the motor's at, not so much where your phone is at on the boat. So, you know, what we you know, what we determined at that point is if we were going to make this work, we basically had to have a GPS module that we could add to the motor. And then you would use your, your phone to connect to that module. Um, and what you would use your phone for then was pulling up uh, the Navionics on your phone, exactly like you mentioned. And you could use that Navionics map. You could select the waypoints that you wanted to hit. And you could just communicate those uh, over Bluetooth to that module on the motor and it would then receive that waypoint and essentially use that information to tell the motor where it had to go next. Gotcha. Okay. And then, so what was the first, so, okay. So get, get back into a little bit of the features of it. So it's got, I know you said it's got like, um, like a, a version of spot lock, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we have a basic anchor function, which essentially it, it does exactly what the spot lock does. You, you can either hit a button and it will hold your position right where you are when you hit the button, or you can also use your Navionics maps to create a waypoint on the map, and then the spot lock will bring you exactly to that waypoint and hold you you know, dead dead on that point. Okay, and then, no, I'm just, I'm just comparing it to to like a Minkota remote or something like that around that guys obviously wear around their neck a lot and stuff like that. Can you, mm-hmm. can you steer with it then too remotely? Like, can you say, uh, I want to go whatever five feet that way and just kind of click a button to, to tap you over one way or the other. Can you control it like that? Those fine of details. Yeah. So we actually just uh, are releasing what we call the pronab motion. It's, it's basically a handheld controller that, 
goes along with our system. And using that, we have a jogging feature, exactly like you're describing, where you can point the remote control, uh, you know, to the left or to the right, and essentially your anchor point will increment when you when you hit that jog button. Okay. And then the other thing that you talked about too was, you know, obviously if folks got up their maps on the avionics or whatever, they're going to show contours and breaks or weed or you know weed lines or weed lines are supposed to be and things like that. Can you talk a little bit about how you you path out of that that track for it to follow, of like what you would do with the phone or the the tablet in your hand? Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. So basically, you know, with the phone or the tablet, um, you know, if I if I'm tackling a new body of water that that's the example i like to use a lot because what i do as a a fisherman is when i am picking a new lake i want to go fish and you know maybe i've heard there's great walleye in this this lake that's you know 20 miles down the road um doing my research is sort of the first place i start um and basically for me what that entails is looking at the lake maps um pulling up fish stocking databases and going through all the different uh information that I can find out there. Um, and really, you know, with respect to our product, using those lake maps for planning is a, a really critical piece. Um, and doing that on your phone means that I can be sitting on my couch at home and studying that that chart for this, uh, this new lake and picking out those specific breaks or saddles or whatever types of features you think those fish are going to be on. And that changes, you know, depending on the time of the year and sort of in your region. But um, up here in the, the Keweenaw Peninsula, you know, we can pretty well count on walleye uh, holding tight on sort of your, your shallower humps and saddles you know, early to midsummer and right around those early weed lines. So, you know, with that type of pattern in mind, I can look at this new lake and I can sort of identify where they have mapped out vegetation. I can also use satellite imagery and look at, um, you know, where weed lines were historically. You can a lot of times see that, you know, actually from the satellite imagery, um, especially on bodies of water that have, you know, clear water, such as, such as we do up here. Right. And I'll start taking a look and just really breaking it down and, and circling the areas that I think look fishy for lack of a better word. And, you know, then the next step is if, you know, if I'm trolling for walleye, um, I'm going to actually take and pull up that map and I'm going to just start creating a, a trail of waypoints. So, I'll, you know, on my phone, I just literally press and hold on the screen where I want a waypoint and it creates a point there. And then, uh, you know, 100 yards from there, I'll press on the screen and click another point. And I kind of continue to do that process. And, you know, I'm creating these points around a certain contour. Or if I'm using the satellite imagery, I'm actually following an old weed line. Um, And I'll string together as many as I think I want to fish. And I'll save that as a trolling route or even a casting route. Um, And once I save it, when I drive down to that lake, I put my motor in the water. I pull up that saved route. And essentially, I I start that route from any one of those points, and I can basically give my motor a a speed, like a cruise control, and it's going to start navigating, you know, from point to point, holding you, you know, on that straight line in between each point. So, okay, that's kind of the basics. So, next question: Can you? I actually just wanted to point out one thing with that. Yeah, go ahead. Um, that Travis mentioned that I think gets overlooked a lot of times is that with when you're in ProNav, first of all, all these maps are directly integrated, so it's literally just a button push to switch from your Navionics view to your live map view um, where you're looking at like a satellite view. Okay. So it, it, you can literally switch it in about half a second. You don't have to keep switching between the apps or anything like that. We directly integrate with Navionics, uh, so that's all right in the ProNav app. And one thing that he pointed out that I think a lot of people – don't really uh, give credit to is the fact that you can do all your planning and all your route creation and everything at home on your couch. You don't have to go sit out in your boat and turn the power on to be charting this in your chart plotter or your fish finder. Right. You can literally do it all right from your cell phone. You can share that to multiple devices and it, it really gives you like the flexibility when you hit the water to make quick easy adjustments. You can just highlight points and kind of move them around to really adjust on the fly. You don't need to completely delete a route if you just want to do adjust a little bit. 
Yeah, and I think that's key too. I was just going to ask that if you can switch back and forth between the satellite views and then the you know the topographic maps of uh, of like a Navionics or something like that because you know a lot of the times too you can see that weed line a little bit better when you're on it from like those satellite views or you know where the transitions are sometimes and you know you might be able to if Navionics is off by a few hundred feet or ten feet or twenty feet or whatever it is you can kind of move it around that way. But also I like the fact that <clears throat> like you said. Really, you can always be planning your, your your fishing excursion or that body of water, even if you got a break at lunchtime or whatever it is, and start, like you said, mapping it out, dropping waypoints and things like that. And then when you get out there, it's already going to be ready to go to um, the, the ProNav app. Is that right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and that's kind of the key. There's no, you know, there's no requirement that you have to record it and, you know, record your route ahead of time and then you can play it back. Um, you know, that's kind of how the iPilot remote works. Um, with ours, it's all visual. You know, you're looking at a map, you're looking to see exactly where those waypoints are. Um, and if you do want to record a track, you know, if you hit the lake and you didn't do any of your pre-planning, that's fine. You know, you can get out there and you can start going and our app will create little breadcrumbs of everywhere you've been, just exactly like a chart plotter. And if you, you start going and you decide, okay, I want to turn those breadcrumbs into a route so that I can go back and, and hit those exact same points over and over again, right. you know, you can just easily do that. And save it, you know, for future use. Yeah, I'm. I'm just thinking about, you know, how, you know, how I would use it as even being an, um, you know, I'm a big ice angler as well. So, you know, being on a lake and I drop the underwater camera down there and I see some structure, I see some stuff that, you know, obviously might not show up on an avionics. You know, you can drop that waypoint with your guys's app. So really, it takes your guys's, um, your app takes the planning and the, uh you know, for the open water season in in your pocket at all times, like you said, you don't have to disconnect it from the boat or bring the unit inside, hook it up to a battery or whatever you got to do. Really, it's pretty cool to to have it at your at your disposal anytime you want, even if you're at work thinking about fishing all the time. Right. Well, yeah. Case in point, uh, this weekend I was out ice fishing um, on Keweenaw Bay here for lake trout and. Basically, the area that we were fishing was, uh, you know, one of the areas that we were really catching lake trout late in the summer into the early fall. Um, there's this this reef out there that's a few miles out, and it's got a really steep break on one end of it. And those fish just relate to that wall, um, you know, very, very closely. So as we were trolling along the summer and fishing that area, um, you know, I had created maybe, I don't know, 10 or 20 waypoints along that, that particular break line. And this past weekend, that was sort of our starting point. We we pulled up those waypoints in the app. We selected a couple of them to start on, drilled a hole. And I think maybe 10 minutes after our first hole, we, we started marking fish and, and caught one there shortly thereafter. So, you know, it's a perfect example of how it's sort of a, a planning utility just as much as it is a, a motor control tool. Right. Okay. So the other question I had is... Um what about, can you control the speed of the motor still through your app? Or is that something that you still have to to control via the remote that comes with the trolling motor, if that makes sense? Yeah, so everything, uh, the, the app basically provides all of the functionality that a, a handheld remote control or a foot pedal would. Gotcha. Um, so with our app, you don't need any other control for your trolling motor. Okay. You know, in theory, you know, in essence, our app provides all of that same control. You've got your your thrust, you know, from zero to 100%. Um, I can also set a cruise control, you know, in terms of miles per hour, and I can increment that in one-tenth of a mile per hour increments. Um, you know, so if you're trying to really do some precision trolling and you've got a certain speed, you just, you know, adjust a slider to 2.1 miles per hour, and the thrust will automatically adjust to, to kind of hold you on that. And all of that can be done right through the app, as well as just manual steering. Um, you know, the, the home screen of our app pretty well looks like the handheld remote control that you would get with your trolling motor. Okay. And maybe Alex, you can answer this, but as these guys are, you know, you guys are introducing it, going to, I'm assuming you're going to, to trade shows and things like that. When you talk to the current customer that has the, you know, the Minn Kota with all the bells and whistles and things like that, what kind of questions do you guys get? Or what do you get, Alex, when someone comes up to you and starts to inquire about this product, having used, you know, um, an iPilot link or something like that? 
Yeah, I, I think a lot of the questions that we get are really based around that person's individual fishing style. Okay. Um, if we're at a trade show, more often than not, when someone comes up, they're looking at us and saying, oh, yeah, I have that. And, of course, we know that they most likely don't have our product, especially if it's the first time we've been at that trade show. So Yeah, and that's, that's what, what I'm getting. Really that's see. what I'm getting that. I want the listeners to hear, you know, a lot of guys might say like, oh, I've got my iPilot link or whatever like that. But I want to see the right. relation of what they might have now and why they still might need this. Yeah, so a lot of the people come up and they say, oh, yeah, I use SpotLock all the time. And that's kind of when we start talking about the actual functionality of the complete system. Um, a lot of the people right now who would be like our ideal customer, people who love technology, love innovation, don't love to spend $4,000 to get all the functionality that they want, right? Like my boat is 1500 bucks. I don't want to spend $3,000 on electronics. Um, so a lot you. of these guys are using like Minn Kota power drive motors, which are great motors. They just don't have a lot of functionality with them. So if you're running iPilot with that, you get a determined number of routes that you get to run with it. You don't, you can't save say 30 routes and just keep running that. And along with that, you also don't get a screen to actually see where your route's going. So you, a lot of times these guys carry around a little card that says, Route one is on Higgins Lake running this route. Route two is on Keweenaw Bay. And you have to literally memorize it where that's when we really start talking about the functionality of like having that live map view, having the ability to store to the cloud and share as much information as you could ever dream of. And um, along with that, you get all the basic functionality that you would want. You get the ability to do your spot lock. You get the ability to do your heading lock. You just get that extra functionality for a price that makes more sense than going out and up and buying a whole new system. So usually these guys are looking to either upgrade or figure out a way to get what they want without spending that $4,000. And that's really where we've found our sweet spot is being that affordable, like full robust system that these guys are looking for mm-hmm. where they don't have to go out and buy iPilot link, where they don't have to buy a $2,000 chart plotter. They can just use technology that they already carry with them on the boat. I love yeah, that. And I, I think a couple other really important uh, differentiators is that, you know, with the Makota iPilot system and the iPilot link that does really specifically tie you into the Humminbird brand of chart plotter in order to get the same functionality. Yes. Um, so, you know, with the, you know, so many guys, uh, especially up north here, have Garmin Electronics or Lowrance Electronics. Um, they don't even actually have any way to have this type of functionality without purchasing, you know, a, a brand new chart plotter and adding that with a link to their to their, assist, to their boat. And, um, yeah, and that's what I was going to speak about is, you know, <laughs> sometimes these these uh these fish finders whether you're your garmin or lowrance or hummingbird it's almost like the truck you drive or like i'm a ford guy or a chevy guy or whatever it is you have your quirks mm-hmm. or your reason why like you know, i you know for some reason i just like enjoy looking at a hummingbird versus any other because my eyes relate to it i know what the fish look like on that machine or whatever it is but they might like a different kind of trolling motor like you said that doesn't hook up to it this gives you get this everyone listening it sounds like it gives you a lot of freedom to customize your boat with the cost savings as well. So even if you order a new boat nowadays, you know, and the dealer asks you, all right, what electronics do you want on it? Obviously you're going to pick your electronics, but now you don't have to, like you said, spend $4,000 on the trolling motor that links up to it. You might be able to just get that power drive. That's only, I don't even know the price of a power drive nowadays, maybe 800 bucks or sure. something like that. I don't, exactly. I don't know how much they <laughs> are, but I mean, that's what yeah. I have on my boat right now. And, um, it's just a power drive that's been on there for, you know, 10 years and it, and it works really good. And, but you know, that boat control that we don't, that I don't have with like a link or something like that, you know, it's, you know, my, my other buddy and I talk about it all the time. It's like, man, pulling that trigger with $2,200 or $2,300 or whatever it is, is that's a tough mm-hmm. one to sell to the wife. Oh, yeah, we hear that all the time. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And I think another great thing to point out is, when 
if you're buying a new boat, especially like a tracker boat, the majority of tracker boats aren't coming with these really high-end motor trolling motors on them. Right. The majority of them are actually coming with power drives on them. And people are literally taking that power drive off and selling it used for 200 bucks because they don't know that they can get an autopilot system for that motor. They think you need to do, go through the whole upgrade process of dropping $4,000. Right. And so that actually opens up a great opportunity for anyone who's looking for a trolling motor to get a power drive for $200 and upgrade it with something like ProNav to get the full functionality on your maybe $1,500, $2,000 boat without having to spend even $800 to buy a new power drive. Right. The, the, there's an insane used market out there that really is untapped. And, and sort of to that point, you know, that Alex makes, um, the, the other thing, and, and you touched on it too, is that, you know, if you've got this type of motor on your boat right now, but you don't have these advanced controls that you want, um, our product gives you a way to upgrade the motor that you already have that moves the boat fine. The prop works great. You know, everything about that motor is fine, except it just doesn't have that, that brains behind it to give it GPS control. And I, I love to tell that people, um, the story is, you know, we, we actually had a customer call us, uh, you know, way early on, you know, several years ago. And um, he said, yeah, I've got a power drive motor. And we started talking to him about it. And, you know, he's describing what it looks like. And, and none of us can really even, you know, we're, we're not thinking this is a power drive motor from talking to him. But then he sends us a picture of it. And it's one of the, like, 1998 uh, original uh, power drive autopilot motors. And, and he says, well, do you think I can add ProNav to this? And we had never really considered that particular motor as a candidate for our product. <laughs> yeah. But, you know. We, we looked at it, you know, our engineers kind of dove into it and said, well, actually, there's there's no reason we couldn't upgrade that motor. So we we have a customer out there now running a motor that's over 20 years old with ProNav. I mean, there wasn't even a, a notion of a GPS controlled motor at that point in time, you know, and that motor was manufactured and put on his boat. So really, this product, um, you know, this product is designed to, to add on to something that you probably already have or something that's very, you know, easy to attain for a lot of us anglers. I love it. And, you know, it, <clears throat> some of the, uh, and not to, to, to section people off here, but like the old timers who, like you said, they have that older trolling motor that they just can't justify getting rid of. How has it been when um, the ease of use with the app and, and downloading? Because a lot of folks nowadays have a smartphone. Um, is, it, is it applicable both on Android and Apple phones? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so we, you know, we designed our app to work essentially universally on, on Android and iOS uh, devices. Okay. And, you know, with respect to that, that ease of use and that sort of that interface, you know, we kind of touched on this with all these different chart plotters out there, you know, Garmin's, Lorances. Another big reason why people don't want to have to go out and buy a different brand chart plotter is because they're comfortable using that certain one that they already know how to use. They know where the buttons are. They know what the menus look like. Um, and, and when we designed this product, one of our, you know, one of our goals and really requirements, I guess we'll call it was that any function in our app is no more than one to two clicks away from wherever you're at at any point in the app. I mean, essentially, you know, with our app, if you want to anchor, you're never more than one press away from being able to anchor the boat. You know, you don't have to go into a bunch of menus. You don't have to change a bunch of settings. We really spent a lot of time designing the app and laying it out so that it's extremely intuitive and everything is right there in front of you. Um, you know, so that we love to encourage people to actually download our app on on either the iTunes store or the Google Play store and actually poke around in there and just look at how simple the app is. You know, it offers all that really advanced control, but you don't have to be a computer engineer to understand how to use it. And, you know, I can pretty well say if, you know, if my if my dad can figure out how to use this product, I think anybody out there listening could figure out how to use this product. You know, it's <laughs> it's just it's intuitive. And part of that is from our early development, uh, you know, in our beta testing and then that whole process, you know, we worked with just a, a wide variety of, you know, potential customers and fishermen. And we realized right away that we had to make this just incredibly easy to use. And when people brought feedback and suggestions to us, you know, we, we didn't just 
write them down in a notebook, we actually implemented those. And we continue to do that as we're, you know, as we're growing, you know, we're, we're still a small company and every customer that gives us feedback is somebody that we can listen to and make our product even better. And we try to do that. Yeah. And when you guys were rolling this out, um, obviously you're probably testing it yourself and with your buddies, did you guys set it out to some, some anglers who are fishing big tournaments and things like that, who are, that are very techie and like to use all the, um, you know, like the contour lines and pre-jaw and everything out. What was, you don't have to name drop anybody, but was it, has anyone who used it on the tournament trail or said that that's, you know, changed their game or, or anything like that? Well, sure. We, we kind of, you know, we tried to get a wide slice and, and uh, of people to use it early on. And the way we did that is we just, we really tapped into all of our personal networks. Okay. Um, you know, all of us that started the company backgrounds, we're all passionate outdoorsmen. Um, we all have buddies that fish and, you know, several of us have buddies that either guide or fish some of the, um, you know, not necessarily the, the, the top pro tours, but some of those, uh, more of your Michigan walleye trail type, uh, yep. uh tours or, um, you know, there, there's a wider range of skills and, and we had, uh, some of our folks, you know, that were using the product on those trails, um, you know, giving us feedback, um, as well as, you know, um, each of us, like you had mentioned, uh, each of us were very um, instrumental, I guess, in the whole build it, test it, and make it, you know, make it better phase. Um, you know, especially myself being uh, out guiding all summer and having the opportunity to use this day in and day out. Um, you know, I I definitely didn't want to have a product that wasn't working or had issues or didn't meet my needs. And uh, you know, I think you know I. I think I had a pretty high standard for the product and, you know, a lot of our, you know, a lot of our customers did as well. So we just, we really blended all of that feedback, you know, and, and there were certainly like, uh, points that would resonate from, you know, from one of our buddies who's using the product to one of our first customers who's using it to what we're, you know, noticing in our own testing and wherever there was those common kind of overlapping, uh, points that those were things that we would just immediately jump on as far as design changes goes. Got you. And Alex, like you said, um, from a kayaker standpoint, uh, you know, getting the trolling motors on and stuff like that, this is ideal and probably what a lot of folks have been asking for. Yeah. So that, that's an interesting kind of market segment that really, I don't think we even addressed. I think what happened was that people in the kayak, this kayak market started to boom, like you kind of mentioned earlier. And people were realizing that if I want to be competitive, I got to get the next best thing on my kayak. Right. And they started to realize that, okay, while I'm trying to, I'm trying to locate these bass and stay on this spot and I can't keep paddling and casting at the same time. There's just no way to do it. So what do people do? They turn to either power pole or boat control through their motor. And a lot of people are either running like a Torquedo on the back, uh, which is a, a great little trolling motor system, or they're turning to a bow mount motor. And the people who are using a bow mount motor were saying, okay, how do I get things like anchoring on this motor? And they just stumbled upon Pronov and asked us if we could help them rig these motors on the front of their kayaks. If we can help them figure out solutions to actually making this a sustainable thing. And we've done a lot of work um, in that specific market to really make these motors fit to kayaks. So on our website, we actually have a ProNav Angler kayak motor bundle where we take a power drive motor and we actually cut the shaft length down um, to, we have three options available, but we can do custom lengths really. Um, so normally the shortest length shaft would be like 48 inches we'll come cut them down to between 30 and 36 inches to make it a little more uh, workable on that kayak, not take up so much space when it's stowed. Uh, but then you can quickly deploy it, pull out your phone or your tablet and have all that boat control that you need right away. And what people are finding is that when you're going into these big KBF tournaments, motors are legal now oh, and okay. it's not a paddle game anymore. Yep. It's uh, whose motor is going to keep them in the spot. To yeah. get on these fish. That was my next question. And, you know, the thing you've got there is 
like you said, if it was blowing you around in the past or whatever it was, it probably had to be a lot of frustrating during these tournaments because you're at the mercy of the weather. Now that you got these these right. trolling motors, uh, you don't have to go with the biggest and best one, and uh, you know it's going to keep you on that spot from being blown around and tossed around so much. Not only that, you're saving room on the inside of your kayak too because you don't have to get the big seven seven or nine inch screen to go along that has the link mm-hmm. that goes up with it. Um, I fish out of the kayak once or twice, but I tell you what, it's a lot going on in a kayak and something like this, where you can take your mind off of set it and forget it kind of thing, or you don't have to worry about it that much. Uh, you can focus more on casting and, you know, boat control really is at the tip of your fingers, which is huge. Yeah, exactly. Uh, our kind of catchphrase that we've used in the kayak market is focus on fishing, not paddling. Right. Because that's exactly right. I mean, when you're, when you're in a tournament, especially, you really don't want to waste your time trying to paddle to stay in your spot. And along with that, uh, you can move back to the check-in a lot faster when you have a motor on your kayak. Mm-hmm. Um, just, especially when you're going into wind paddling can be a pain when you're tired at the end of the day. And that's one thing that I personally love about it is I can put this motor in the water, turn it up to a hundred percent thrust and I cruise at four or four and a half miles an hour back to the boat launch. And let me tell you at the end of the day, I'm not as sore as I used to be. So it's been a, been a blessing for the, from that standpoint. That's awesome. And I, I just want folks to get a little bit of perspective of, um, you know, it, it's not like it's this huge uh, GPS motor head that you're putting on top of your trolling motor. Can you guys kind of describe just the size of it, um, Travis, in in relation, you know, relation to, I don't know, something at home? Is it like the size of a cell phone that kind of clamps onto the front? Yeah, basically, it's it's almost uh, right around the size of a deck of playing cards. Um, okay. You know, it's a small, lightweight device that, that literally clamps on. To the shaft of the motor so you don't have any tools you don't have any wire cutting or splicing you don't have to you know you don't have to be an engineer to install it um you know we we designed it with parts that are you know durable but um you know essentially making it tie into the motor uh, through the electric foot pedal connector so everything twists together or clamps on um and all of our, you know, all of our hardware is designed so that it's fully, you know, waterproof, shockproof, saltwater proof. Um, we've got a lot of anglers now starting to run these down in the southeast um, in the marshes and such. And all the electronics are basically um, kind of what we call potted in place with epoxy. And basically what that means is the inside of our product is essentially an epoxy brick that keeps everything in place, you know, as you're bouncing through the big waves and, uh, you know, as uh, water and snow and everything else is hitting the deck. And in, 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 in regards to power source, I'm assuming it just goes off of your, your batteries on your boat, right? Yeah. yeah. Yep. Basically the, the power cord has a, you know, leads on the end of it that you, literally connect to your trolling motor battery or uh, for those of you that are inclined for a really clean installation you can actually just take our power cord and you splice it directly in with your trolling motor plug so when you plug the trolling motor in the pro nav plugs in with it essentially and should guys be aware does it you know suck up any more excessive battery than than guys would really even notice no not at all um you know, as a comparison, your motor is going to use about a thousand times more more juice than the uh, ProNAP product does. Okay. So, so do you guys have anything you know on the horizon or new features to ProNAP coming out in the near future, anything like that? Yeah. So right at this time, as we're kind of recording this right now, we're preparing to start shipping out uh, the ProNAV Angler Motion, which is our handheld controller accessory. So in addition to just having the app that acts as your control for the motor, we're, we're also uh, releasing a handheld controller. So all of the same functions will be right at your fingertip on a fob. You know, you can turn the motor left and right, adjust the speed, anchor, etc. cetera. Um, so it's basically a waterproof floating remote control, except it has one very uh, innovative set of features in it that is sort of a, an industry first, and that is the motion control, which essentially our remote acts as a gesture control for your trolling motor. So if I hold my 
hold my arm out and point the remote um, and I, I hit the motion button, the trolling motor will automatically adjust its steering in the direction I was pointing. So it's almost like a laser pointer, you know, that I can just quickly, you know, throw my arm over my shoulder, hit the button, and without even thinking any more about it, that motor's going to lock into that heading and start taking me in that direction. Wow. Yeah, so... Yeah, go ahead, Alex. I, I was just going to say, when, when this was all in development and we were out beta testing it, where I really saw the value in this, um, you might kind of think like, okay, why would I... Like, what's the use in being able to point where I want to go? Why wouldn't I just use the arrows? Um, essentially, what this does is makes it so you don't need to always look at where your motor's pointing. You don't have to go through that constant zigzag if you're trolling. And when I really found use was actually when I was bumping dock to dock bass fishing, I was able to be anchored up and just point to the next dock and really just jog over to the next dock and be casting the entire time rather than looking to make sure my motor is pointing where I want to go, it would just inherently drive me to that next spot based on where I pointed. Yeah, exactly. Like Alex said, that's one of the most challenging parts. If anybody out there listening has ever used a foot pedal to try to drive their boat, they know that with an electric foot pedal, you know, the flat ones, um, basically when you hit the left and right on that foot pedal, you have to watch your motor and see, you know, exactly how it responded. Did it turn 180 degrees or did it turn 10 degrees? Um, and if you're trying to control your boat from point A to point B, you know, to just to get there, you know, you end up doing all these little micro adjustments on your foot control. Um, whereas with this motion, this gesture, I can just point at a dock, you know, a hundred yards down the, the shoreline and, Essentially, all of the steering becomes automatic at that point. That is awesome. Who came up with that idea? <laughs> it was uh, kind of a, a team effort. Um, we we all realized, you know, from a lot of our customer feedback that we needed to have a handheld controller. You know, a lot of people just said, hey, I don't want to always use my phone. Sometimes yeah. I want a hand control. So we knew that was going to happen. And uh, one of our, one of my partners, Nels, so I have two partners in the business, um, Nels Benda and Neil Anderson. And uh, one of my partners, Nels, who's really our our chief innovator here, he's our CTO. Um, he said, well, hey, why, why couldn't you just, you know, point your hand where you want it to go and have that motor automatically follow and uh, that was sort of the uh the, the idea you know from the get-go was just right. that point and functionality um and we spent the last the better part of the last year now with a you know pretty good sized team of engineers here really fine-tuning all that and actually making it work which you know as simple as it sounds there's so much engineering that's gone into it um you know and they've been working really hard to, to kind of pull this all together because this remote you know it's got um you know uh, a really advanced uh motion sensing compass built into it so it, it's essentially you know it can detect when you roll your hand it can detect which way you're pointing and to really translate that gesture into code and then you know to your motor and telling yeah. it to turn left Right. You know, there's a lot of little steps there. Um, so they've been working, you know, tirelessly getting all that uh, from idea to, to function. Yeah. The other thing, too, um, I'm thinking is, is I'm, if I were to be using this, a lot of times people fishing, you know where you want to go next and you know where your next waypoint is or you know where the next drop off is. So you can just, like you said, if you just point the direction that you want to go, it can start taking you there without, like you said, having to pull up your phone or getting back out your nav, your nav, um, Navionics and things like that. You know, a lot of times we're, we're pretty good at, and we know the lake extremely well. All you got to do is just point and go. And then, and then when you get there, do you just say how to pull up the remote again to hit stop to stop you? Or is it just going to keep going? Yeah. So with the remote, you can just, we have a play and pause function on the remote actually. So if you happen to be running a route or your heading lock, you know, you hit that pause button and it, either you can tell it to anchor you at that point or just completely shut the motor down and you'll drift. Okay. So, options there you can kind of you know you can configure that in the app it's, it's just a basic setting um and also the functionality for this uh motion control works in the anchor mode so if i'm anchored say by a a, a buoy or a, a piling of some sort and if i want to just bump my position you know incrementally around this piling i can take that remote and i can point you know to the left or the right side of my boat and essentially, when I hit that motion button, what it's going to do is it sends a new anchor point, you know, and it increments me, you know, and jogs my anchor, you know, five or 10 feet in that direction. 
Awesome. And, and then I'm just on your guys' website right now. There's an actual <clears throat> tab on the website for a motion controller. And I'm sh- looks like there's a video on there too. If anybody's looking to see what this looks like or how to use it, I'm, the, the, there looks like to be an instructional yeah. video of, of kind of the features of it. So if anyone, this isn't making sense or just you guys want to kind of wrap your brain about what he's talking about, go on there. There's a YouTube video right on the the website, um, pronavmarine.com. And there's a, there's a tab that says motion controller. Click on that and it brings you right to the, the features page and the videos right there. Yeah, that's great. And Alex can probably uh, talk a little bit more, but we'll have, uh, you know, a whole bunch more content coming. I don't know if Alex, if you want to expand on that or not. Yeah, so we're just we're just gonna have a lot of news uh, going out about this. You can sign up for our or click to join our uh, our email list right on our website. Uh, we have a bunch of video content that we're gonna have cranking out just general how tos about the remote control itself, um, videos of us using it, that kind of stuff. And really, as the season ramps up, we're gonna release a lot more details about this remote. Um, some videos about how it actually functions um, as far as like graphically showing it. And um, along with that, we have actually redesigned it after beta testing. So we'll have some updated images coming up. It's a little bigger in the hand, a little more ergonomic for people to use. Uh, Just a lot of information coming out in the next month here around that. Awesome. That's great. And then, um, you know, as I see that come out, I'll, uh, I'll mention it too on other podcasts, guys, if there's anything that they've changed or anything like that. Um, cause I definitely see myself getting something like this. And you said this is something that you are launching and will be available this year, right? You just said that's re- releasing next month. Yeah. So it's actually for sale right now on the awesome. website. If you, if you went to our shop page, you could buy it right now. Awesome. Um, today. So perfect. This is awesome, guys. I love it. I mean, this is exactly the conundrum, like I said earlier with my friend and I that we've been talking about and, you know, upgrading and things like that. And, um, you know, it's something like this that I hope you guys continue to grow and, you know, show up in places and and educate everyone. Hopefully everyone listening to this can at least give this thing a hard look. Um, And then what's kind of just the price point, again, of where guys can expect to be into this for? Yep, our price point. Oh, go ahead, Alex. Oh, I was just gonna say, yeah. Um, for for the for just the Pronav Angler itself, uh, the price point's at six hundred ninety nine dollars, um, and that's that's for the full system. There's no like add on to that for um, the app or anything like that. It's not a subscription to our app. Um, the only additional cost you would have on that is uh, subscribing to the Navionics app that you could integrate back into our app. That makes yep. Yep. It does. And, and then the other thing too, is like you guys said, all your information goes to a cloud then, right? That everyone's storing it on. Yeah. So you can save everything to right through the app to the cloud. Um, okay. along with that, you don't need any cell service to use this product, um, because you can actually go in and download and save sections of the map. So if I was to open uh. my, if I was to open my app right now, I can go into offline mode and actually still have access to all my lake maps. And I, I have a good majority of the upper peninsula saved onto my app right now, because obviously when you're in the upper peninsula, you're kind of remote. You don't have a lot of cell service to begin with, especially when you get out on Lake Superior. So that's one of the most important things that we want to address to any like potential customer, any customer we have that you don't need to rely on cell service to use this. Dude, that's huge because a lot of guys, I'm sure listening to this, like I said, who are hunters, it's just like your Onyx maps. You guys can download it ahead of time, sounds like, yep. and all those coordinate or all those, uh, uh, those break, those contour lines, that map is ready to go. And you're, you, that's the other good thing too, is your, your phone isn't constantly looking for a signal. So it's just going to give you longer battery life on your phone as well. So you're not going to be draining your phone battery out on the water. Exactly. Awesome, man. Well, hey, where are you guys located in terms of, um, you know, shows coming up or, uh, you know, trade shows and things like that? Like, can or or, or where can folks find this to kind of look at it and kind of get their hand on it? Yeah, so we have a couple different uh, trade shows coming up. 
Um, I'll let Travis talk a little bit on that. But um, as far as like getting it in your hands and seeing the actual product, if you're not at one of the shows that we go to, um, because we're we're limited on where we can really travel, sure. um, we actually offer a couple different uh, things to people because we want people to get out and try it. So the ProNav comes with a two-year warranty on it. So if you have a problem, if you accidentally step on the cable and rip a cable out, we just replace that with a new unit. Uh, and we also have a satisfaction guarantee. So you can actually buy a ProNav, use it for a season. And if you're not satisfied with it, we'll buy it back to you from, for the purchase price and just take it back off your hands. We really just want people to get out and experience it, see if it's the system for them. And if it isn't the system for them, we understand. We'll take the feedback. We'll adjust with it. Um, and we just want to, we really just want people to understand what we can offer. That's awesome. So you guys got a ton of confidence in this thing. That's great. <laughs> well, that's the kind of the name of the game, you know, being a small company, you really have to give people the confidence to take a chance on a product that is new and maybe something they haven't heard of yet. So, you know, our, our strategy is a small business and as we continue to grow is 100% focused on our customers. Um, and if, if anyone ever, you know, contacts us to inquire about the product, you know, that starts right on the, on the, you know, decision-making end of the process. You know, we, we love to answer questions, you know, we, we'll tell you about all the other trolling motors and anything you have questions about, you know, that's, that's just how our, our team operates. And if, you know, if you become a customer and you start using our product, that service continues through, you know, and, and we've literally, you know, we, we've literally all spent, you know, countless amounts of time on, you know, answering phone calls on the nights and weekends when people are actually out on the water fishing, as opposed to when our office is open and trying to, you know, keep them fishing and make sure everything is working the way it should be. So, you know, as we grow, we realize that's probably the number one key to our success is really continuing to focus on customer experience and making sure this product is, is giving them what they're hoping to accomplish, which is ultimately more time fishing and more effective fishing. Awesome. And then any of the shows locally that you guys go to, like the Grand Rapids one coming up in March or anything like that? Well, we won't be at the Grand Rapids show. Um, we were at the uh, Ultimate Fishing Show in, uh, in Novi this uh, past January. We'll be there again next year, of course. Um, okay. But we will be at the Northwest Sports Show over in the Minneapolis area. Um, that's in two weeks from now. Um, and we will also be at the Toronto Sportsman Show um, next weekend. So nothing too local to our, our folks here in Michigan, but uh, hopefully if you've got listeners in those areas, they might uh, might have an opportunity still to get out and, and check us out oh yeah we got them all over and anyone listening to this uh the website is pronavmarine.com and the the website is really well laid out that answers a lot of the questions uh i mean if we didn't go over at on here you guys can see the photos of it and i'll link to this also in the show note for anybody listening that who wants a quick link um to head on over to pro uh pronavmarine.com and check that out as well and uh yeah, guys, I just want to say thank you very much for coming on here and educating everybody listening, including myself, who this product is designed for exactly, you know, myself and, you know, I'll be making this purchase here in the in the next few weeks for sure. But I just want to thank you guys for coming on the podcast and uh, and really opening up, uh, you know, the books behind this thing. Well, yeah, yeah thank you for having us. Really- really appreciate the opportunity to, to chat, chat with you about our product and hopefully, uh, you know, some of the folks listening will think this might be a good, good fit for them. Awesome. Alex, thank you, sir. Yeah. Thanks for having us. All right. Awesome. Dude, I am pumped about that product. That is awesome. If it performs as well as I think and hear about it, it's going to be a game changer for me on my boat, especially with, you know, pulling up your phone, looking at the Navionics app right away, drawing your contour lines and path for it to follow, uh, setting out an anchor, um, you know, vectoring, and the new motion control thing is going to be badass. I am looking forward to that as well. Imagine just giving like a, a quick point in some direction uh, to your next waypoint and you can be casting all the way over to that next waypoint constantly fishing not looking at your remote or worrying about where the motor is going and what direction you're you're heading it's just a point and go i love it and um you know if you guys go over to the website pro uh pronavmarine.com 
there's a survey that you can take. It's like six questions or something like that short, and you're entered to win a $50 gift card to Cabela's. And they just want to know uh, about your current motor setup, what you're using. Um, it's not very long at all where you've heard about Pro Nav Marine, whether it was here on the podcast or wherever. And it's a short review and you get to a chance at winning 50 bucks. But And can you guys see the, how you can customize your boat from electronics, from the electronics that you use or you currently have to the trolling motor that you use or you currently have and how you can save money with not giving up the superior GPS and boat control technology. I love it. I hope you guys give it a hard look and uh, enjoyed this podcast as much as I did. I learned a ton and excited to see what else comes out in the future from this company, ProNav Marine. So in the meantime, I want to thank you guys for listening. As always, I've got some great podcasts coming up here uh, in regards to open water season. And remember to follow me on Instagram at Freshwater Bite. Also check out the podcast page over on Facebook, Freshwater Bite Podcast. Uh, remember to subscribe to the podcast, Give leave a five-star review. And um, in the meantime, guys, I hope you all are getting ready for open water. And as always, thanks for listening.